Now, my, uh, I think the the advice that I could just give them is always be curious. Now, even though, even though, because most of the designers would think that they want to get clients, that's why they are wanting to become designers. Yeah, so if you if you really want to get better clients, you know, just be curious, just be genuine, and build relationships. Hey guys, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. In episode 67 of TDLS, I'm sitting down with Errol Tioson. He is a self-taught UX designer and conversion rate optimization specialist for startups based in the sunny Philippines. He has been able to work with international companies like Futurism, Explorist, Fund My Travel, as lead UX designer and has helped them grow their brands. In this episode, we talk about his design life stories from ground up, how he was able to pursue his design career coming from a different background as a registered nurse, what's working right now if you want to get better clients, practical advice for you to start being curious about acquiring business acumen as a designer, useful insights on how you can build or scale your creative business and the future of conversation optimization and how AI can affect our work as a designer and much, much more. So make sure to stick around until the end and I hope you'll enjoy this episode as much as I do because personally I had a great time talking with Errol and it's really fun to talk with him uh, about a lot of cool topics or you know uh, very important topics when in terms to working as a designer or working as a UX designer and also as well as a business owner right so uh, before we jump into this week episode, I want to thank you a ton for listening, right? So from ground up, you're being here to listen on my podcast. Uh, ups and down, you're here. So I want to thank you a ton. It's really uh, mean a world to me. And yeah, uh, it's a big prog- progress as well. So I w- I'm really stoked to announce that the podcast is now on Spotify. You can go check out uh the design live show on Spotify and follow. So never the less uh, if you support my message, that's more than enough. So that's it guys. And let's go jump into this week episode. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to the design live show, a podcast that helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of TDLS. The Design Live Show. So that's the title of the podcast. And I'm super pumped. And I'm really, really excited to have Errol on the show. So uh, Errol is uh, one of the uh, persons that I followed on LinkedIn, which is, uh, I find his contents the, uh, really interesting, especially for creatives, right? So for creative ins- entrepreneur or aspiring creatives that wants to level up their business uh, uh, acumen or business uh, perspective. So I'm super pumped to have Errol on the, 
Errol on the show. So, what's up, man? How are you? <laughs> Thank you for hey. accepting my invitation. <laughs> no problem, bro. It's an honor to, you know, to be here on your show. And thanks for having me. For sure. So, man, thank you so much for accepting my invitation. It's an <laughs> honor to have you. And, you know, uh, before we go jump into some of the awesome, you know, awesome topics we are talking about uh, this week or tonight, because we're actually recording it at 8 p.m. So, mm-hmm. uh, we should have a dinner right now, but <laughs> we're recording a podcast. So, man, uh, can you give a little bit about your you know, just to give context in this episode, a little bit about your background. What are you doing right now? And maybe mm-hmm. tell, uh, tell TDLS audience, tell about your, you know, awesome stories or what are the awesome things that you are doing right now? Okay. So um, to give a little bit of background about me, I'm actually a registered nurse. I'm not really a designer or I haven't studied design, you know, as as a degree or something. So basically, I'm just a self-taught designer and my core focus is user experience design and also um, conversion rate optimization. So um, for the conversion rate optimization, um, it's just me helping out businesses on how they can increase their you know their sales or maybe generate more customers um, on their website with just a simple and but yet strategic way in tweaking some stuff on their website. So that's basically what I do. Wow, that's really cool. And I don't know, I didn't know that uh, you're a nerd, uh, you are a registered nurse, right? <laughs> so that's really cool. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really interested and fascinated about your, you know, ground up story. Can you share, uh, before you uh, jump into this world of digital products or creating mm-hmm. optimized website or, you know, more, uh, more on the digital uh, aspect of uh, creating products. Can you share uh, what's what's what is like growing up in the Philippines? You know, uh, I think uh, a lot of uh, you know a lot of creatives or usually are you know are taught you know to to be like that and to do like <laughs> the conventional path of you know yeah. uh, and yeah, yeah. and a lot of jobs right now, right? So uh, a lot of uh, jobs right now are not existing before. Can you share your, uh, you know, your stories growing up as a, as a average kid here in the field? Yeah, yeah. For for me, I think, or you know, based on my experience growing up here in the Philippines, um, to be honest, it's really hard to pursue what you're really passionate about, especially that I'm really passionate about design, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was it was really hard um, growing up because. As you know, my parents wanted me to pursue a certain career that I don't really like. So um, basically, you could say that I was forced to take nursing as, as, you know, as my degree, but I still ended up not obeying them and then pursued my career anyway right now. So basically, it's really hard. But yeah, um, yeah, I think just follow your just follow um just follow your passion and stuff got it so what's the you know uh what's the why uh or what's the background story of why you jump into design i think mm-hmm. uh, uh uh as a rest, uh, as a nurse it's really i i i respect all the nurse uh mm-hmm. all the all the you know uh, healthcare jobs right so uh, and yeah. why 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 you chose to to be a designer ux designer 
uh, so to speak. Can you share your experience for that? And what yeah. are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you? Uh, what are you thinking uh, before you jump ship into this profession? Mm, yeah. Well, basically, it all started out when I was still in the um, in nursing when I was still studying nursing. Mm-hmm. So there's always an event where um, it's called the Foundation Days uh, in my school. Got it. And yeah, and um, during that event, there is always a requirement to have a a T-shirt design about nursing. And then um, because at that time oh, I wanted to yeah. earn money. Uh-huh. So what I did is um, I taught myself how to do Photoshop, and then I I talked with the dean and also the administration um, in our school if you know if I could create the design, but you know just have a commission for every T-shirt sold, and then they said it was okay. Then after I graduated nursing and after I passed the board. Um, I was really fascinated with websites, especially during that mm-hmm. time. Um, it was the era of of the mobile or the responsive design, and I was really fascinated that a lot of websites would would you know um, transition to accommodating their layouts into the mobile phone. So um, what I did is um, I wanted to learn how to code. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I did is I applied to a local company here in Pakloban yeah. so that I could also learn how to um, uh, code like HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. And that's where I started. And then from there, I, re- I read a lot of books and bought um, online courses about UX design. And that's where I learned. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm actually connecting with that story. You, you, you design uh, a print, uh, you know, for for t-shirts, right? So uh, <laughs> I maybe uh, I maybe shared this before here in the podcast that I started uh, when I was in college as well. Where when I when I'm a student assistant, I try to create uh, more uh, you know avenue to uh, create income to mm-hmm. to support my education. So I started. Uh, doing oh, wow, that's great. Uh, yeah also a uh, t-shirt design and then uh, and then i finally you know um finally got interested into a lot of uh, uh relevant design mm-hmm. things uh, right mm-hmm. so until until now and we are now on uh, I, I don't know if if uh, everyone are using the term ux designer here because it's it's a i think it's a booming industry right now or it's a booming uh job title right so yeah. uh, can can you share uh, how do you you know from uh, i think a lot of creatives or especially aspiring creatives are really confused on how to mm-hmm. transition from you know being a you being as a print designer into a ux designer i think there's a lot of confusions are going on mm-hmm. right now uh, in the digital space about how to transition how what what can i do what are the things that I need to do? Can, can you share your insights about that? Yeah. Um, well, as for me, if um, I think if you would want to transition from, from a print designer or a graphic designer into a UX designer, um, the, first thing that I would, the first thing that I would recommend is read the book called um, Don't Make Me Think. So basically, it's, it's a compilation of a lot of 
best practices in designing layouts for web. That's uh, I that that's the book that I would really or that would that I would highly recommend reading. And then after that, once um once you have already read that, um, I would recommend studying a lot of websites how their flow, uh, how they would look like. So, because basically, user experience design is actually is actually just you know mapping everything out um, mm -hmm. on how the user would interact with with your website or with your application. So, basically, it's more of a it's more of a user journey. So, you are designing the experience there, like when they are logging in, how are they going to click the button? Uh, once they click on the button, what's what's gonna happen next? Once they filled out the form, what's gonna happen next? So basically, it's actually like you are creating a story for a user when they are using your um, website. So, so Got it. yeah, um, if if you know if they wanted to transition, I would highly recommend reading the book because it's really really helpful. Yes. Don't make me think. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I will yes. surely put that on our show notes. So you have, uh, and uh, it's really interesting, right? Because uh, 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 when it comes to UX designing, because uh, uh, I think it's uh, for me, it's a natural progression of design, right? So mm -hmm. if you're if you're started in pre-design and you you will maybe have some discipline into web design, and then you can go on with UX design or or more on on the optimization sides and and yes. one of the key factors when it comes to uh, optimization uh, optimization or making your web or website more you know or generate more revenue is the the business side right so the business yes. perspective and uh, a mm -hmm. lot of creatives are I, I think a lot of creatives are find find it hard you know to you know to to learn more about the business side of things mm -hmm. when, because we uh, as a designer we are more aesthetically you know driven right yes. so if, if yes, we true. find it really cool <laughs> we, we get excited wow that's cool we let's publish it right so uh, yeah and until and then and then we uh, as we found out that the we we don't need to make the button color green right so how, how do you yes, yeah. you know how do you make the you know the how do you uh, gain or acquire those business acumen you have i think you you have a, a lot of great contents on linkedin and mm -hmm. you, you've been doing you know uh you've been teaching about uh business side for for yeah. creatives especially for filipino creatives uh, you yeah. know is it uh, internally or you have a mentor or you you just you know you, you just do it or you just mm -hmm. implement it can you show your insight yeah. yeah sure um so um i guess i would start with the mindset of all the the designers that i've worked with in the past yeah that's and it's actually more of a general mindset of all the designers so um like you mentioned a while ago we are wired more on aesthetic as compared yeah. to the business side and to be honest, to be honest, as designers, um, mm -hmm. we, are, we are actually lucky to yeah. have this kind of passion mm -hmm. where we, uh, because the only thing that uh, differentiates us from business owners is that mm -hmm. we are, you know, we don't speak their language, but it doesn't mean we cannot learn it. 
Um, 100%. Uh, yeah, and the only problem we have is that um, our worst enemy is that we are curious, and at the same time, it's also our weapon. The the problem there is that our curiosity is you know is geared towards experimenting a lot of design aesthetics and then experimenting new tools or exploring new tools. So um, as a designer, if, if you know, you can learn the business side if you would drive your, your attention or your focus or your curiosity to the business side. Now, um, you were also asking if where I learned about the business side. To be honest, for every client that I have worked with, I always ask them how, you know, how I could think like them. And then I would just really, oh, no, um, I always cool. believe that, mm-hmm. yeah, I always believe that um, we should always be curious. You know, as designers, we should always be curious. So we just have to ask if, you know, if they can help us learn more about the business so that we can help them grow because we are really creative. Now, as creatives, we can create, you know, innovative ideas. So. Um, so I guess that's my piece of advice. If they wanted to learn more about the business side, they just have to ask the business yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the fastest way, right? To, yeah, to yeah. wire your yourself or your mind uh, or your mindset, specifically to to ask question with the one who has the. Mm. A great experience in terms of yes. business side, right? So that's really cool, yes. and I, I'm I just realized that that's a that's a very interesting you know strategy to to yeah. to implement, especially for those aspiring creatives that are uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, lost in a lot of rabbit holes right now. So yeah, it's really really valuable. And thanks for sharing that, man. And no you problem. know, yes, and yeah, yeah, and you know, you you've been into uh, how 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 many years you've been into design? Is is it uh, is it hard to you know to gain clients or uh, create more uh, value to your clients? How how do you how do you make you know? Uh, how, I mean, how do you gain more clients in the long run or in the mm-hmm. in the process? Do you have any strategies or uh, implementation or execution execution that you want to share for TDLS audience? Yeah, that would be that would be uh, that would be awesome. Now, for my you know for my strategy, to be honest, uh, on how to get clients, because as you know, like I said a while ago, we just have to focus our curiosity into the business side now. Got it. Um, because the the traditional way of getting a client is, you know, like applying a job from a job board. Uh-huh. Yes. Now, I think to get a client faster is that you just have to reach out and ask them how you can help them. Because like I said, you just have to be curious. Like uh, the normal approach that I would, that I normally do is that I would just message a, a CEO from a website that I see. Mm-hmm. Then I would just ask, Hey, would you be open minded to me giving you a site audit for free? And Got no it. worries, I'm not gonna sell you anything. Uh-huh. So basically, um, I'm more into giving value first before I could ask them because if as you know, business people always um love get uh, always love having talents that would really care for their business. And that's the fastest way that you could get client is to get is to give them value first before you know asking 
Yeah, that's really awesome. And uh, I'm I'm taking notes right now. Actually, <laughs> you know, I think that's really a great strategy, especially for creatives that are really confused on how they can mm-hmm. get better clients, right? So I, I'm yeah. I'm using the word better than more because <laughs> I, I think uh, we do, we don't need more clients. We need better clients yeah, because better clients. there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. You can. Uh, get uh, uh, more clients, but somehow, somehow, sometimes, most mm-hmm. of the times, there those clients are shitty, right? So sometimes yes, yes. they just, uh, you know, they just it's just a pain in the ass, right? So <laughs> for for creatives that are listening, uh, take note of that, and especially that uh, that strategy by by Errol. Yeah. And man, mm-hmm. is there any specific platform that are you? Using, I, I I know that you're really uh, into LinkedIn right now mm-hmm. uh, because I, I think uh, there's a lot of creatives are asking where mm-hmm. where they can you know post their works where they can yeah. uh, create value what platform mm-hmm. because there's a lot of platform Instagram Twitter yeah. or whatever platform uh, they may think of so can you share your insights about that Yeah, no problem. Well. Um, to be honest, um, I would say that it really depends on what you are offering. Like, for example, if you are offering illustration or, yeah, for illustration, I would highly recommend um, going into Dribble and also Behance. So those are the two platforms that I'm going to be recommending that you you should be on or maybe on Instagram. Now, if if you want to reach out to a lot of companies, you can go to you know you can go to Behance and also Dribble. They have the they have a page there. I think it's Jobs. Yeah. So yeah, you can just go there and instead of instead of you know um, sending those those companies with your application letter or your cover letter, just ask them how you can help them with their illustration. Like yes. why are they looking for like uh-huh. for example there is a job posting for Illustrator. So you just have to ask them, um, hey, I'm really interested on being part of your company. Now, a quick question is, how would I be able to help you with my illustrations? Can you, can you send me some, some more information about this so that I can send you something that is relevant to what you're looking for? Now, basically... Even though you don't have any portfolios, as long as you just have to be curious and ask them what they are looking for, most of them will just say yes because they would know that um, you are one designer who actually took the time to care for what they are looking for. 100%. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And uh, that's the hidden, I think that's the key, right? So yeah. to take action, right? So I, yes. I think there's a lot of uh, I, I don't know, aspiring creatives or even though they have the, a lot of great uh, great works or great uh, resume mm-hmm. or great uh, education. But I think taking action is really the key, like what Errol said. And uh, actually, this is really powerful. When you DM someone, everyone yes. rep- responds right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got I it. mean, I was also surprised when you messaged me, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is great!" Yes. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, one of my friends, who a designer friend that uh, we've been talking about as well, uh, the, 
mm-hmm. one strategy that you when you DM someone they respond because uh, everyone is in uh, you know in in a digital uh, yes platform right now and mm-hmm. actually Chris do if you I, I think you know him right so Chris yes you actually uh, create a content about it uh, mm-hmm. if you need a job if you need uh, you know uh, Uh, client just dm them and make make yourself you know uh, uh take action and um mm-hmm. be more you know uh be create more value to them rather than yes. uh you know rather, rather than, than yeah ask asking for you know or sending resumes or <laughs> whatever you you would like to call it right so that's really interesting <laughs> thanks for raising that up yeah. right so uh <laughs> let's go back in your journey because i think your the journey of you are really interesting from you know a registered mm. nurse into ux designer <laughs> uh ux design right so how how mm. do you you know overcome those struggles when you are just getting started Uh, do you uh, and what are those struggles? Uh, especially, I think journey is really powerful and really yes. valuable for everyone who are listening. Then sharing mm-hmm. your achievements, right? Sharing your educa- yeah, yeah. Uh, educational background, right? So that's why TDLS. Uh, I always said to my guests that we should focus more on the journey rather than achievement, and it's really powerful wow. for your, you know, aspiring creatives or entrepreneurs out there. Can you share your Uh, what's the biggest struggles and how do you overcome it? Um, well, I would say that the biggest struggle right now, like like you mentioned a while ago about, about Christo, um, yep. mm-hmm. like, yeah, about giving value first instead of sending resume. So, yeah, what what I'm, uh, the challenge that I'm currently facing is, you know, is reaching out to people because, I wanted to do survey because I wanted to know their frustrations and mm-hmm. also their problems so that I could create something or I could create a content that would, you know, address, uh, that would address their, those problems. Cause, um, I wanted to help out, you know, before asking. And, um, another struggle that I have is that, um, because I think I mentioned this to you when we were chatting yeah. uh-huh. a, a few days ago that, <laughs> I I'm hoping to yes. I'm hoping to not really teach but I'm hoping to let um Filipino designers that mm-hmm. you know like we can create more value to uh, other companies and I I like to create content that would fill out the gap between a business owner and uh between a business owner yeah. and a designer when they collaborate in creating marketing collaterals or something for their business. So that's actually one of my goals. But but right now, I don't know what content should I create for, for also for designers and also for business owners. So yeah, that's why I'm, I'm doing a lot of surveys. Got it. So your, your solution for that is asking as well for yes. the right yes. audience, right? It's really interesting. <laughs> and actually, that's really, uh, I think uh, your vision is really powerful because I think Uh, we uh, here in the PH, especially Filipino creatives, uh, we mm-hmm. we are not taught to be businessman or to be uh, business-minded, right? In school yes. or in, mm-hmm. uh, in in our home or uh, or it, uh, personal. In my personal experience, because uh, I am from a province, I'm a province guy, and I don't know what the hell is uh, you know lead generation <laughs> back then. What the hell is business acumen or whatever they are mm-hmm. referring to 
when terms to business uh, perspective and that's really cool and i'm i'm really looking forward for all the contents that you are creating so man and how do you you know uh balance all the works or do you have any uh work uh ethic uh uh what do you call work routine uh what 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 is the what is a day in a life of Errol? Can you share your, you know, your routine? Or do you have any routine? Because I think uh, some creatives are, uh, I call it creative mess. They don't have any <laughs> strategic uh, thing in, in a day, right? So they don't have a 360 full view of their schedule, of what they mm. want to do uh, or what they want to accomplish. Do you have any uh, productivity tips or recommendations? Yeah. Yeah, number one is if you are a coffee lover, drink coffee. That's yeah. number one. <laughs> yes. And then, and then the next the, one. Yeah, that's the energy yeah, drink of creating. That's our fuel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I just love coffee because yes. uh, it makes my day. Cool. So um, for, for the next step um, for productivity, um, I always list down all the things that I wanted to do for, for, you know, for a specific day. And then once I have those lists, I would ra- uh, rank them like from, from the simplest task to the complex task. And then once I have those ranked, say I was the simplest to the complex, I would focus on asking myself which of these tasks would create more impact to my business. Say, for example, um, a simple task, um, a simple task that is not that is also time consuming is you know talking to talking to a lot of people like um, you know building relationship yep. now every day I would dedicate like two hours of my day you know just building relationship and then mm-hmm. for the for the creative work I would say that maybe three hours per day and then I would outsource the rest because at the end of the day, the most important thing is we build our network. 100%. Yeah, especially when we're just starting out. Yes, yes. And I actually created the content about this one because uh, Mm -hmm. I think uh, the networking uh, routine that we are using Mm -hmm. before are not relevant now. As in, we (laughs) we need to create more meaningful relationships than, you know, than building contacts, yes. right? Just 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 yes. just, uh, just asking for for your business card or whatever you are, <laughs> whatever <laughs> you want true. to get from from those person, and and that's really true from Errol. And when you build a, re, a real relationship and meaningful relationship, you will uh, open a lot of doors of of of, yeah. of, uh, of opportunity. Right, so that's really cool, man. Thank you for sharing that. Do you have any, you know, uh, productivity apps that you are do uh, you are using right now? Uh, do you, you know, do you plan yes. uh, for the day? What's what's the uh, what's the apps you are using? Um, for the productivity app, I'm using I'm using Asana. Got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also. Hmm, I think that's the only tool that I'm using for productivity so that I could prioritize my task per yeah. day. Yeah. Cool. Uh, How about calen- yeah, calendar? Do you uh, Google calendar or got it? Um, no, I don't use yeah. calendar to be honest. 
No. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> that's I, I think that's the first time that I heard that you are new, not using Google Calendar. Do you use the actual calendar or the physical um, one, or you just yeah. you just write it down? Um, I just write it down. Got it. Got it. That's really cool. And I, I can stress you out for those who are listening that uh, <laughs> writing it down is really power powerful as well. Like what Errol. <laughs> are doing right now because uh, I think that's really awesome uh, thing to do uh, if you're creating your business or if you're scaling or whatever you are doing right now, right? So, and yes. when it, uh, before we wrap up the show, man, thing, uh, I, I think I'm loving the conversation, how we, <laughs> you know, how we uh, share a lot of value from this uh, uh, podcast session. Uh, uh what's your you know what's your vision for your business or for your you know for your uh for your contents for your i think you're mm-hmm. building courses right so you're planning to build a course as well what's your vision for your business can you share your vision let's say we are talking right now uh and it's 2019 uh one year from now what's your vision okay so one year from now um i I would think or I would love to have uh, content on YouTube and also subscribers, especially designers that, you know, that I would be able to impact their career, like from changing to a print designer into becoming a UX designer. And at the same time, not just a UI UX designer, but also operating on a strategic level. So um, I'm hoping that I would be able to teach them all about conversion optimization because uh, as for me, this is going to be the future because um, I'm not sure if a lot of designers know this, but um, there Speaking are a of lot of... Word, man, sorry to interrupt you. Can you share what yeah. is uh, of, uh, conversion optimization for those who are not really familiar with it? Mm. Okay. So, um, like I said a while ago, user experience design is all about, um, you know, influencing the user's yeah. journey when they use their or uh, when they use your website or when they use your application. Mm-hmm. Now, for for um, conversion optimization, that's basically uh, so for the UX that's going to be helping the users, and for the conversion optimization, you are helping the business owner of that specific website because you are helping them generate more business by optimizing or by improving their website's load speed, like how they would, how, how you can design a, a button that's really big enough and would, you know, would be compelling to be clicked, stuff like that. So basically those are just website tweaks so that you could, you know, that you could improve the sales of a website. So that's conversion optimization. Get it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that. And uh, just to continue with your vision, uh, mm-hmm. what are you saying with your vision? Can you share? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, um, I wanted to um, educate more designers uh-huh. on becoming conversion, you know, conversion optimizer. Got it. Because, because to be honest, I'm really afraid of the AI, uh-huh. the automation. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of you know, a lot of tools are being built to eradicate some designers. Like 100%. there is, yeah, there is a tool called Webflow, wherein you can design, mm-hmm. where, where you can design a website and also generate code 
you know, in just a few clicks and drag and drop. So that's gonna, you know, that's gonna lose a lot. I mean, that's gonna impact a lot of yes. designers' career. And um, the only way not to be replaced by automation or robots is you gotta help business owners to, you know, grow their business. And um, the only way that I see right now that I could really help with is teaching a lot of designers become conversion rate optimization specialists. So that's my vision. Got it. And uh, a lot of these strategies and holistic view of uh, your vision mm-hmm. is uh, you're going to create or you, uh, you're going to publish publicly on your content, right? On YouTube. Yes. Or yes. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward for that. That's really cool, man. And yeah, thank you for sharing that. And uh, before we wrap up the show or before we redirect them, to your mm-hmm. links or to your uh, social media accounts. What's your best practical advice for aspiring creative uh, entrepreneurs or aspiring uh, designers out there who are don't uh, not business savvy or not not technically savvy? Can you share what's your best practical advice for them? Now, my uh, I think the the advice that I could just give them is always be curious. Now, even though, even though, because most of the designers would think that they want to get clients, that's why they are wanting to become designers. Got so, it. if you if you really want to get better clients, you know, just be curious, just be genuine, and build relationships. Yeah, that's, that's my advice. <laughs> that's really good, man. Thank you so much for sharing that, and I'm I'm I wanna thank you a ton for you know for dropping by on the podcast and what's the best links or social media that they can reach you out yeah. or if they have any questions about uh, conversion optimization and UX design what's your best mm-hmm. links for them um, first of all I don't have any website so you cannot reach me on my website but if you want to talk more about conversion optimization and also UX design you can follow me on my Facebook page. Uh, you just have to search Errol Chuzon. And you can also follow me or subscribe to my YouTube channel because I'm really hoping to create more content there. And you can also ask me um, some questions about conversion rate optimization and UX design on YouTube. So basically, those are the, ch- the two channels that I would recommend you know, uh, for you guys to reach me. So yeah, uh, that's it for those who are interested more about uh, conversion optimizations. Uh, just reach out to Errol, and I, I'm surely uh, will put all the links on our show notes below. For those who are listening, if you are listening to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. or SoundCloud, uh, probably uh, I will uh, publish all the episodes as well on Spotify. We're coming soon on Spotify, wow. Spotify as well. So that's a big progress for, for the podcast as well. And <laughs> you just, just scroll down and you will surely all the, uh, and you will surely see all the links and uh, recommendations that we talk about here in this episode with Errol. And this is really awesome because uh, a lot of, uh, you know, we, we talk about AI and the future of uh, conversion optimization and the business aspects when it turns yes. to creating digital products, right? So that's really uh, the key, guys. Take action, guys. <laughs> DM yeah, a lot of yeah, DM <laughs> a lot of uh, business owners or DM a lot of creatives that you know that are uh, doing 
well than you, right? So ask question and be more cu- curious, like what Errol said. And that's it. Thank. I want to thank you, Atan, again, Errol, for dropping by on the podcast. And I really, you know, appreciate that you you've accepted my invitation and talk about your journey as well the ground up stories that are really awesome and powerful for the TDLS audience thanks man of course bro thanks for having me and it was really an honor for me to be a part of your show yeah again thanks yeah I hope you enjoy talk soon man I did (laughs) bye 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 and that's it thank you so much for listening to the design live show I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash tdls or go to thedesignlifeshow.com and you can find the donate button on the top to learn more on how you can support the show. And for some cool extra stuff, you can get an access to my private contents like AMAs where I take questions exclusively from Patreon subscribers. Or check out other stuff I made where I talk about essentialism, design, creativity, and business. I give a lot of value into this podcast that can't be seen anywhere else online. Again, that's patreon.com slash TDLS. Thanks for listening to the show and talk to you guys again next week.